You tuned into Talking Business with Beverly, the show designed to provide entrepreneurs with clarity around their overall business through mind, body, and soul. Join our host, Beverly Walthour, as she explores the latest business trends to help you grow your business. Hello and welcome to Talking Business with Beverly. I am your host and business strategist, Beverly Walthour. And so we want to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in as we talk to you about how to grow your business. And so we know that as entrepreneurs, we have to address more than just our business needs, but also our physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, and relationship needs as well. And now join me in welcoming Angela Day to the show. Hello, Angela. How are you? Fine, Beverly. Thanks for having me today. Oh, you're welcome. I am so looking forward to this conversation. So, Angela, yes, Mm -hmm. so Angela is what we call a forgiveness coach. So we're going to have this conversation just like, you know, uh, talking about, and I love how this is a title of her book and everything, but we're going to talk about how how to love the hell out of folks without being someone's doormat or feeling like it was all your fault. And so <laughs> this conversation, what I tell you, look, just get ready. Get ready. Have your paper, pencil. You know, Take some notes. And, um, Angela, I'm looking forward to this. But before we dive into the conversation, I love to play this game with my guests where I ask them three random questions. So, Angela, are you game to play the game? Yes, I'm ready. Let's go. Yes. Okay, my first question. When you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, man. What was it back in those days? A princess? Okay, well, hey, let's go for it. Look, there we go. And then, yes, you have, yeah, you've gone for the princess to the queen. So we love it. And, um, do you prefer the beach or the mountains? Oh, beach, beach. Yes, oh, beaches. what's your favorite beach? Yes. Greek Isles. Oh, look at you. Greek Isles, yes. 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 I love it, I love it, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and then my last question, um, what's your favorite mm-hmm. season? Summer. Summer? Okay, wait a minute. Yeah, now. <laughs> I don't like the cold. I love the summer, you know, when it's nice and cool. I love it. When that cool breeze come across you on the beach and you just land there, you know, in your chair and sunglasses yes. and hat and got your virgin pina colada. Oh, yes. All right. Yes. All right. Wait a minute now, Miss Angela. It. Hold on now. Look, we, we not at the beach right now, so don't get us when you got folks turn, tuning us out. So they, no. No, I'm going to stay with you. I'm going to stay with you. All right. I'm going to stay with you. All right. All right. <laughs> So we are going to dive into this conversation about how to love the hell out of folks. So let's go ahead and dive on into this. So, Ms. Angela, kind of tell us, first of all, what kind of business do you have? Well, I have three. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Really? Mm -hmm. um, One is Witty Ideas, where I have inspirational T-shirts, buttons, uh, bookmarks, uh, fans, pillows, keychains, okay. you know, mm-hmm. different things like that, unique. And mm-hmm. then I also have, I am an author, um, mm-hmm. best-selling author of Love the Hell Out of Folks. I'm also um, a coach, forgiveness mm-hmm. coach. And okay. that's what I'm on today to talk about is being a forgiveness coach. Oh, and the debt reduction diva. I also help people come out of debt. 
So if you want All to right. contact me. Yeah, that reduction diva, I do that too. I love it. I love it. I love it. So let's talk a little bit more, you know, because we've, we've heard about, you know, the inspirational stuff. Like we, that's, that's common, being an author, mm-hmm. the debt reduction. But this forgiveness coach thing, I don't know if I've ever heard of a forgiveness mm-hmm. coach. So what exactly yeah. do you do as a forgiveness coach? Well, one thing. Well, some of the things that I do for my clients is that I get them to get to the root of the matter. A lot of Mm -hmm. them don't want to admit that they have problems, that there is a problem in their past that they're still dealing with. And it's not only affecting their relationships, but it's affecting their business because they're not willing to come out of their comfort zone to trust people to go to the next level. So Mm -hmm. they're being held back by what has happened, uh, the trauma they went through because of the different things that are happening in their past. So they can't move forward. You know, every time they get uh, try to move forward, they start having anxiety attacks or they get um, aggressive, too aggressive. You know, people mm-hmm. don't know what's going on because their attitude changes because mm-hmm. they don't want to go forward. Everybody's trying to get them, well, let's do this and let's automate this and let's do that. I don't want to do that. I want to say we're going to do just what I say. You know, they're not willing mm-hmm. to listen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're not willing to do that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you that was a lot that you just said, even in that short, <laughs> well, actually in, in that short span, in the sense of a lot of this resonated. So, you know, mm-hmm. they're coming to you, they're, they are afraid to get to the, the root of the problem. But of mm-hmm. course, you by you helping them get to the root, then they're able to uncover that and then move into this, this forgiveness piece. And so... Right. What what stood out was you said some of the ways in which this kind of manifests in the in the physical like how you know how do I know if I'm in a space of unforgiveness, and so you mentioned the anxiety and the aggression, and you know kind of mm-hmm. being afraid to move forward, right. and so when, when your people come to you yeah. like what's actually mm-hmm. going on with them where they're just like you know what <laughs> this not this is not it this is not it so kind of what's going on with them to get them to that point, well. Like I said, it's something that has happened in their past when they were growing up childhood and they were told to not tell anyone. So they've been mm-hmm. suppressing that for like 10, 15, sometimes 20 to 40 years because they were never told, okay, or asked, well, said, what happened? Okay, tell me what happened because they've been told since they was a child, look, what goes on in the house stays in the house. You mm-hmm. don't tell mm-hmm. nobody, you understand? You know, I've heard that all my life, you know. Whatever happens in the house stays in the house. If I hear it outside, your behind is mine, okay? So we didn't do that. So we kept that inside. And when you keep that, all that inside and stuff, it can really overwhelm you, especially when something happens or someone says something or you're in an environment where um, you're not happy or that those uh, feelings or emotions uh, is uh-huh. triggered. And then all uh-huh. of a sudden all those memories start flowing back. And that can be really um, mm. traumatic for that mm-hmm. individual because they're not ready. They're not ready for that. And then they'll go off, and sometimes they can have a little breakdown because they're not willing to, to accept it nor relive all that, you know, at once. So it, it, can, it can really take a toll on the body because mm-hmm. it's, it's just hmm. that. It's a way of um, not allowing errors or weakness. And some people don't like you to be weak or, or have weaknesses or errors. They don't, you have to be perfect. You know, everything has to be in its place. Everything has to be, you know, dress right dress. And if it's not, they go off. 
So that's a part of it. Unforgiveness mm-hmm. is just that. Not mm-hmm. not giving anybody a leeway, can't make any mm-hmm. mistakes. Yeah, that can really affect people on the job because we all make mistakes. Nobody is willing to accept that. Yeah, that, that is so true, and that is so true. And you touched on this just a little bit, um, and you mm-hmm. talked about some of the uh, some of the outward signs of this right. unforgiveness, where you mentioned the anxiety and the aggression. The aggression, um, but we mm-hmm. also know, um, well, some of us they may not even realize it, but it can also cause some physical symptoms for people. What oh, yeah. are some of those yeah. physical symptoms that they may experience because they're holding on to this unforgiveness? Okay, high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Anxiety, depression. Um, we can have a, a heart attack. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Already said mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I say diabetes? Diabetes. No. Oh, okay. Wow. Diabetes. It can cause that as well. Mm-hmm. It can cause them to um, stress. Mm-hmm. A lot of mm-hmm. uh, chronic stress, not just the normal stress, but mm-hmm. chronic stress. Okay. And it can also cause them, like I said. Um, death. I mean, that is the mm-hmm. crucial one. Mm-hmm. When you get mm-hmm. so upset, your adrenaline is pumping faster and your heart is pumping faster. So when that happens and stuff, if you don't catch it, relax and breathe, you can, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. die. I mean, you can physically cause you to die. Death I, can occur. I, yeah. I pray people are listening to, to what it is that you're yes, saying. You know, me just too. thinking, I don't know if people always think, you know, long-term and how that's impacting them, you know, not even just on the mental level, but just as Angela mentioned, it's a physical thing too, a physical manifestation of, mm-hmm. of these things. And so, Angela, how do we know whether or not we've actually forgiven someone? Like, how do I know, um, you know, that I've actually gotten to that point where I've actually forgiven? Because sometimes I may say I have, but how do I actually mm-hmm. know? When the person that you say you forgive walks in the room and you don't react to it, <laughs> I remember we said it during the television mm-hmm. show, you, know, you could be talking mm-hmm. and laughing, and all of a sudden that person walks in and you just, that person just gets quiet, mm-hmm. and their whole aura changes, their face changes, and they watch that person come across in front of them, and you're like, well, what's the matter? I thought you said you've forgiven that person already. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. stand them. My head hurts. Or when they start talking, my stomach hurts, ulcers, migraines. That's another thing that also mm-hmm. another symptom that mm-hmm. can happen. So you can tell when you don't forgive because once that person's name is brought up or they're in your in your line line of eyesight, mm-hmm. your whole attitude changes. You become a whole different person. So mm-hmm. you know then that you still have not forgiven that individual. You're still holding that grudge. You're still holding that hatred against them. Whatever they did. You haven't let me go yet. No. Oh, my gracious. And that, I, no. once again, you guys listen, 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 because we, we will fool ourselves if we let it mm-hmm. by saying, oh, my God, I've forgiven them, I've forgiven them. But once again, just like Angela said, how do you respond, you know, physically and mentally when you see that person or hear that person's name? That will be a dead giveaway. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, whether or not that forgiveness. Okay. And so kind of talk to us because, you know, this whole forgiveness thing, you know, how did you even get started with being a forgiveness coach? <laughs> well, after I, after I wrote my book, after Lord blessed mm-hmm. me to write my book, How to Love the Hell Out of Folks, I, and the subtopic is How to Heal Broken Relationships. If I can, you can too. When I started um, really looking into 
um, forgiveness, what what really forgiveness really broke down to and unforgiveness compared to what the Bible says, you know, mm-hmm. I began to see that, okay, I'm already doing these things already because God has blessed me to forgive my mother because he told me it's not about you, it's about honoring God. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. Lord, hey, I guess mm-hmm. you another mm-hmm. So I stopped having, seeing myself as a victim, you know, and stopped having mm-hmm. these self-pity parties with myself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stopped being angry because I, I stopped looking at it that way. When you stop getting yourself out of the way, like me, myself, and I, once you move that out and start thinking about, well, if I'm really a child of God, if I'm really a believer, then I've got to do what my, what my God, what Daddy says for me to do, and that is to show love, the godly way. I have to forgive because he said forgive those who trespass against you. So mm-hmm. if I'm doing the opposite, I'm not serving him. I'm not being his daughter. I'm not being a child. I'm not being his believer. So mm-hmm. I had to change. I had to come out of my comfort zone, okay? But mm-hmm. in doing so, I, like I said, I was doing research. My coach always told me to do research, find out what people are doing out there. So I was looking mm-hmm. up different things that people were doing online, and they were saying they were forgiveness coaches, they were radical coaches and forgiveness oh. I was like, well, shoot, I'm already doing that. Coach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. So I went back and told my coach, I said, hey, that guy's entitled. I'm a forgiveness coach. I'm not just a coach, oh, but I'm a forgiveness mm-hmm. coach. And she said, yeah, I like that. I said, okay, well, let's go with it. So let's roll with, with it. it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, Angela, even with what you just said there, um, mm-hmm. you know, what is the definition of forgiveness there? Because you mentioned, you know, hey, you went back to the scripture. Like you did, you like, hey, let's take it back to the, the, right. the author of it all. So what, mm-hmm. what is the definition of forgiveness? It's when you can cease to feel resentment against someone. Repeat that for us, please. Repeat it. (laughs) Okay. To see, to feel resentment against someone, whoever offends you, okay, Mm -hmm. is to give up resentment or claim to, you know, um, retaliate against that person, okay? Mm -hmm. That's another one. But the one I love is the first one, to cease to feel resentment Mm -hmm. against someone. Because when you do that, you've already forgiven. You've already let it go. Mm-hmm. Whenever you can, if, if they were on fire and it took your spit to put them out, you'd be spitting so much and stuff and drinking so much water to spit them out. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't, be a, they wouldn't become a crispy critter if it took your spit to put them out. Mm-hmm. You know, I say that because at one time in my life, I, uh, I, had, I, haven't forget, I didn't forgive my son's father. That's the reason why I use it as an example. Some of the things mm-hmm. he did to me and my son. So I used mm-hmm. to say if he was on fire, he'd be a crispy critter. But now, mm-hmm. I'll be spitting mm-hmm. stuff. I'll be spitting girl to put him out. I put mm-hmm. him to move on. I'm not letting that, you know, um, keep me from my blessings that God has put in my life. There we so go. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. we go. That's why I do there we go and that I actually I want to touch on a couple of things after after we pause uh, it's a couple of things okay. that you just said that I want to I, I wrote some notes and everything that I want to kind of okay. touch and talk about you know once we come back so <laughs> we will have more right after this don't touch that dial we'll be right back with more talking business with Beverly Big talkers, guess what? WDJY 99.1 FM is a 24-hour talk and community-based radio station. Our mission is to provide listeners with entertaining, yet quality, lifestyle educational talk shows, which provides in-depth resources. We seek to provide a media platform which enables listeners to voice their opinions and provide solutions. We are WDJY 99.1 FM. 
hayatta. Hello and welcome back to Talking Business with Beverly. I am your host and business strategist, Beverly Wathauer, and we have been having a very powerful conversation with Miss Angela Day. She's a forgiveness coach. She's an author. You know, she has inspirational products, debt, debt reduction diva. She does a lot of things. And so before we took that brief pause, she was just speaking with us about the definition of forgiveness. And so, Angela, I want to make sure that I do have this correct. So does forgiving mean that I forget? No, it doesn't. No. Okay. It doesn't. Okay. Now, I know we so, did that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I know we think that um, we go to the scripture. Now, God mm-hmm. is the only one. God mm-hmm. says he throws them in the sea of unforgiveness. He throws them in the sea of forgiveness. He forgets, okay? We're the mm-hmm. ones who keep bringing it back up, okay? Mm-hmm. And of course, the devil will, the enemy will yes. throw that at us all the time to try to discourage us, to make us feel bad, okay? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we have to remember who we are in God. Okay, if we are new creatures, old things have passed away. All things have become new. We are new again. No, you're not going to forget it, but you're not going to keep bringing it back up, causing yourself to have those, you know, migraines, headaches, ulcers. You're not going to do that anymore. You, when you forgive, you let it go, okay? Mm-hmm, and when you see mm-hmm. that person, you can help them. You can do things for them. Like I said, you can love the hell out of them. You don't, they don't bother you when they talk about you. If they say anything bad, don't get up in their face saying, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to slap you. Are you going to slap them mm-hmm. or, or get ready to fight or take your earrings mm-hmm. off? And, and, mm-hmm. and I'm ready, I'm ready you know, to take you to whip your behind. You're not going to do that, okay? Mm-hmm. Because now you have forgiven them and you're willing to show them the love of God in your life. Okay, and that's the best thing to do because it's too much work, Beverly. I mean, to conspire, cheat, lie on people—that's a lot of work. That's a lot it of work. It is. Keep up with what you did yesterday, what you told somebody. You know, you got to come up with a new, a new way to get back at them. That's, mm-hmm, that's, that's just hard work. I don't like work. I want it easy. I mean, hey, I'd rather love you, find out what you like, the things you like to do, where you like to mm-hmm, go. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna turn down money. If I gave you fifty thousand dollars, hey, and that paid off your bill, thank you, Jesus, praise the Lord. And the yes, price, <laughs> and I don't care if she didn't like me and she still talked about me. It does not mm-hmm. matter. I'm not doing mm-hmm. it for her. I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it to honor God because I want God to bless me. Mm -hmm. I want God. He is my source. He is my father. So I'm looking to him, okay, not anyone else. And that's Mm -hmm. what we forget about because we want Mm -hmm. it now. We're like, my way. I want it Yes. I got to have it Yes. We want to get it now. God takes me long. You know, that's what she said. Yes, Lord. Like, look, Lord, you should shoot. Look, Lord, okay, Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Yep. If you are a really a child of God, a believer, and mm-hmm. your characteristics are not like that. You have mm-hmm. the fruit of the Spirit mm-hmm. that is written in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. You're going to have forbearance. You're going to have kindness, meekness, long-suffering, gentleness. Those are the things, just to name a few of those, those are the mm-hmm. things that you're going to have the characteristics of, which is our Father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what, that's what we have to do, uh, Beverly. Yeah. And that makes so much sense. And, you know, we always hear it. Uh, you know, you're carrying around all this anger, this, you know, all of this stuff. Just like you said, when someone says their name, you know, you mm-hmm. go ahead and automatically say all the different ways you can, you can hurt that person. But that person, <laughs> 10 times out of 10, isn't even thinking about whatever happened. 
So we're spending a lot of our time in that stuff, just like you said, when you just said, I'm like, that sounds like a full-time job, <laughs> you know, trying to plot and plan and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. So just really? kind of, you know, yeah, like you said, just kind of keep that in perspective as well. That person is not even thinking about you. So look how much time and energy mm-hmm. you spent on this person, and they're not even there with you. So I love that. And then you touched on this just a little bit, Angela, but I do want you to expound mm-hmm. a little bit more. Of um, So when I do forgive, then what do I get in, in in exchange for that? So, you know, like I said, I have two options. I can hold on to that anger, mm-hmm. that hurt, and we're not um, – and we're going to talk about this too, we're not diminishing what happened. We're not saying that what happened wasn't mm-hmm. a horrible situation. That's not what we're saying, correct? Right. No, we're okay. not saying that. Yeah. But we're just it talking is. about, yeah, things that we can kind of do, and we're going to touch on that too. So, you okay. know, when I do release that and I do forget, like, you know, I, first of all, we repent from that, and mm-hmm. then – God, I'm ready to move on from this. I'm ready to release that. What do we get in exchange for releasing all that anger and that hurt and that doubt and that just yucky stuff? What do we get in exchange? You get to feel better. Yes. <laughs> you get to feel so much better, so much mm-hmm. lighter. I'm mm-hmm. doing this peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Okay? Peace of mind. You can't pay for peace of mind. That's priceless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No more sleepless nights. No more taking all the pills and medication. Oh, you know, tell it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been proven. You know, they mm-hmm. have done psychiatric studies at John Hopkins University, University of Arizona. I mean, there's so many studies out there where they have done on unforgiveness, and the solution was forgiveness. And once people did that, they got off the medication. They were no mm-hmm. longer taking it. They were not calling in or coming to the hospital all the time complaining. Their complaints had got much lower, <laughs> okay? High blood pressure, no more. Migraines, no more. Diabetic, mm-hmm. yes, but they were eventually, went, uh, eventually got off of that because it was mm-hmm. just, their, just their mind, their mm-hmm. mind. I said, that's what it is. When the enemy can attack your mind like that, that's what we have to say, Lord, I cast down imaginations taking captivity every thought in the name of Jesus. You've got yes. to do that because once you get a hold of your mind, he got you. He has you. Okay? Yes. And he'll, make, he'll make you start thinking and doing things that you wouldn't normally do. But, see, that's what sin is. Mm-hmm. And you've got to remember, mm-hmm. you, we are the light of the world. We can yes. fall into what the world does, get back at people, revenge. That's not mm-hmm. us. God is a God of forgiveness. He's a God of love, compassion, mm-hmm. mercy. He gives us a new mercy every day just because he didn't want us to have leftovers, Beverly. Amen. Okay. Amen. A Amen. Okay? <laughs> so, hey, I'm not about to mess up my blessing for nobody new. Uh-uh, it ain't worth that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So that makes, a, that makes a lot of sense. Of course it does, but people don't want to do that because <laughs> they want to stay, you know, they want to stay ahead because of materialistic things, the money, the social mm-hmm. status, their position. So they're willing to do anything and everything to keep that to be CEO or to be CO or to have that partner or to get that position or to mm-hmm. keep that man or that woman or mm. uh, the lifestyle that they're living. But then when they get home, mm-hmm. who can you call? Who can you call that you can really trust or have mm-hmm. somebody to really talk to that mm-hmm. won't judge you, that won't make you feel bad? Because they mm-hmm. know all their friends in that roster is going to make them feel bad. And if they don't have any money, they don't want to talk to you. If you don't uh-huh, have a uh-huh. social status anymore, 
nobody's dialing you up or, or calling you on this for the shows, all the TV shows, coming to talk shows, all that anymore. <laughs> they don't want to have anything to do with you. You know, that is so true. History, just like they did with the prodigal son. What was all these mm-hmm. crazy when he got all that money? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then he was, mm-hmm. in the, he was in the pig sign. Right? What, what, eating with the they? pigs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They come weren't in there slopping it with him. They yeah. were not in there eating oh, the slop no. with him. Uh-huh. They come to my house. My mom will cook you some mm-hmm. food. Man, you've been good to me. No. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But at least he came to himself and said, that, I'm just paraphrasing, he said, my father's, my servants and my father's house eat better than this. I'm going to be a servant. He didn't even want to be a son. He just wanted mm-hmm. to be a servant. Come servant. On, yes, yes, and yes, yes. We are all servants of God. No matter Amen. how far you get up in life, no matter how far God takes you in mm-hmm. this life, remember that we are all servants. You can still serve, okay? And I don't mm-hmm. mean just—I don't mean giving people money. I mean your time, helping people. I mean mm-hmm. taking a buggy back. Like yesterday, there was um, an elderly lady in Walmart, and she was kept looking at the the casserole grease. She was trying to find something mm-hmm. that was really good for her break and tear. So mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit said, go on over there and ask her, does she need some help? You know, I said, ma'am, can I help you? She said, yeah, baby. I said, well, what you looking for? You know, and make a long story short, I said, yes, this is, you know, you can use this one or the other one with the mayonnaise in it, but both are good. I said, but mom, this will be the best one. She said, thank you, baby. For you to take time out for me, thank you. I mm-hmm. said, mom, mm-hmm. being obedient, okay? That's all it is, just and, taking the time out to help somebody. Yes. Okay. And I think even a little more to it than that is being plugged in to what's going mm-hmm. on around you because so many yeah. of us were so connected to technology. So if you weren't paying attention, mm-hmm. like if you were on your phone or you were engaged in something else, you know, you, like mm-hmm. you said, you may have missed that opportunity to be able to, to to help and support someone. So that's powerful. And so this is something else you said. Angela, you keep dropping these little nuggets that's just sitting with me. And so <laughs> one thing that you said, and you said it so briefly, but I kind of wanted okay. to bring it back to, to this part okay. of the conversation when you mentioned the fact that, you know, yes, as humans, you know, we, we, we may not be able to forget that incident or that situation, but God forgets. Yes. You know, any of our transgressions. And so that's what made me think when we talked about, you know, so what do I get out of it? I'm going to say get out of this. But, you know, when I'm harboring that unforgiveness, you know, I want to justify it. But, God, you know what they did. God, you saw what they Look, but then when I go to him for forgiveness, you know what I'm saying? Like I want him to be able mm-hmm. to forgive me for the things oh, that yeah. I now do. Yeah, but and so that's kind of how I thought about my yeah, babe. You know, because I I can think of some even even this week I can think of some moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> well I'm just so like, true. but God, God, just, just let me let me just say this one thing, God. Let me just say, but no, I I I, I love it, Angela. So I just kind of wanted to bring that back to you know because like I said, yeah. you touched on it a little bit, but I kind of want to bring that back and kind of highlight that so that people know and understand that too, that that forgiveness right. or you know us holding on to that, it's like. You're, if you if, just imagine if God didn't forgive us, <laughs> I'm saying it for the things see, that we've done. Right, mm-hmm. but see, we don't we don't think about it like that. Mm-hmm. Only mm-hmm. when it happens to you, mm-hmm. you see it. Okay, yes. but when it happens to somebody else, you don't see it. Okay, mm-hmm. you don't see it like That's that. True. And stuff. So we have to remember, just as God forgives us and throws in the sea of unforgiveness, then we have to do the same for others. And remember mm-hmm. now, I just said it's not about you. Mm-hmm. It's about honoring God, okay? Mm-hmm. Take yourself mm-hmm. out of the picture. Am I doing it to honor God or am I doing it to get something? Okay, what are my mm-hmm. motives? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's mm-hmm. how we miss out on our blessing because our motives isn't right. What we're praying for isn't right. 
Are you mm-hmm. praying for that? Are you praying for the next position that overflow to be a blessing to somebody else or to to expand the kingdom of God? What mm-hmm. are you praying for? What is mm-hmm. your motive behind that? Asking God for it, okay? Yes. And that's why a lot of yes. times we don't get it because our motives aren't right. I'm sure. Once you forgive a person, I'm telling you something, you're going to go through some things, but it's going to be so good. It's going to help you come out of your comfort zone. God is going to stretch you. Mm-hmm. Believe me, he stretched me. Humbleness. Yes. Humbleness. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus, humbleness. I said, Lord, have mercy. Yes, yes. It teaches you. Yes, mm-hmm. it teaches mm-hmm. you to be more humble, helping people, doing things for people. You know, uh, not pay when they go off or say something to you and stuff, you don't retaliate, you just say, uh-huh. Okay, then fine, you know, your, your voice is still calm, you know, your your heart is not in your throat, you know, mm-hmm. and your heart is not in your head, you know, from from them saying something to yourself. You know how to say, Okay, let me, um, I'll be right back, and you can go in the bathroom mm-hmm. and holler, Jesus, Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus, 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 yes, you can come back out, and you can say, Now, can I help you? you yes, you can learn how to walk away, okay. Because I've done that before. I love that. Check the stars yes. and I holler out the name of Jesus because there's power. In, in the name of Jesus, Jesus. yes. You need yes. some power. You need some power. Yes. Because sometimes, hey, <laughs> uh-huh. it's so- <laughs> and actually, even touching on, yeah, and even touching on that, and, you know, because sometimes people like, you know, me forgiving, that makes me look weak. You know, people treat me like they can run all over me. What do you say to that person that says that? It's not about you. It's about mm-hmm. God. So let them. I've been in a situation where they made me feel embarrassed, you know, things like that. But you know what? In the end, people saw who they really were. They were saying, man, why you do that to her? Why you say that to her? Mm-hmm. I, all she was was nice to you. She brought stuff in. She did this, blah, blah, blah. People begin to see who you really are because, see, what's in you is going to come out of you. Out of you. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So I all love that. anger, frustration, all that grief, mm-hmm. not being patient, all that's going to come out no matter how you try to hide it and say, you're, you know, you're so loving, kind, and sweet. But mm-hmm. just keep on. It's going to come out. Mm-hmm. The true you is going to show. Then people that's will say, true. oh, man, I didn't know she was like that. Man, she's mm-hmm. been like that all the time. You just ain't been around her. <laughs> or you just ain't been around him, girl. He act like that all the time. But when he give it to you, hey, he be like, Hello. No, hello. Exactly. You know, yes. Sweet and, sweet and kind. But then when you get with somebody else, that's made the devil come out. You know? Yeah. You know how it is. You walk in the office and everybody be like, quack. You know, yes. And then soon as you leave, you know, I thought you were going to never leave. Ooh, Lord, I thought he was going to never go. Everybody pulling exactly. that stuff, trying to relax and still taking mm-hmm. their shoes off. Because you go. <laughs> Yes. Oh, my gracious. Yes. All of that, Angela. All of that. And so, believe it or not, (laughs) we have run out of time. So, yes. (laughs) So, but my listeners, they can definitely continue this conversation with you because you're getting ready to tell them your email, your social media, your website so that they can find out more information about you. Yes. Yes. My my, uh, email address is author at AngelaLDay.com. That's author at sign AngelaLDay.com. Email me there, and you can go to my media site, How to Love the Hell Out of Folks. That's my Facebook page. Can't miss it. How to Love the Hell Out of Folks. Okay? And then, and if you want to uh, get out of debt, go to How to Be Debt Free. 
how to okay. be debt free on my Facebook. My website, I will have to give you that later because it's not okay. up yet. We're working on it, praise God, not up yet. But it's coming. Okay. No problem. No problem. <laughs> so, Angela, I want to thank you once again for just spending some time with me. Thank you so much. No, thank you, Beverly, for having me today. I, I thank God for this opportunity. And, I'll, and I pray welcome. God. I wanted to say one thing. You have to have a made-up mind to forgive. If you don't mm. have a made-up mind, don't call me. Don't email mm. me. Don't, ready yet. don't waste yes. time. Don't waste mine. You've got to have a made-up mind, okay? That's it. Yes. I'm out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Angela. Thank you. Okay. All right. All right. Take care. All right. And we will have more right after this. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with more Talking Business with Beverly. Big talkers, guess what? WDJY 99.1 FM is a 24-hour talk and community-based radio station. Our mission is to provide listeners with entertaining, yet quality, lifestyle educational talk shows, which provides in-depth resources. We seek to provide a media platform which enables listeners to voice their opinions and provide solutions. We are WDJY 99.1 FM. Hello and welcome back to Talking Business with Beverly. I am your host and business strategist, Beverly Wathauer. And so now we have moved into the portion of the show that I call Beverly's Six-Figure Framework Tip of the Day. And so during this time, I just provide you with tips and strategies and resources to help you, um, especially if you have a service-based business, because I am a business strategist. Uh, specifically for Christian female coaches who are looking to create $10,000 plus months. So they've been at that, you know, the 5,000-ish mark in their business, and they're really and truly looking to move it to that next level. So they're looking for that additional $10,000, $20,000, $30,000, you know, months in their coaching business. And so that's where I step in to support them. And all of this that I share have been things that I use with my clients to help them create their $5,000, you know, $10,000 in a matter of days, literally. And then, uh, of course, what I've used to, to move the needle in my business to, to hit that six-figure mark in my business as well. And so this, of course, is all proven in, uh, strategies and resources. So, I, like, I make sure you have your paper and pencil. Anytime you tune in to the show, make sure you have your paper and pencil. <laughs> so we are going to dive into this segment. And, um, you know, if you missed any of the other segments, I've talked about my five-figure framework when it comes to, you know, generating six figures in your business. And so that is, I call it my, my 5P framework. So that's partnering with God, packaging your genius, positioning yourself as an expert, pricing your genius promoting your message. So if you missed any of those, certainly reach out to me. So at the end of the segment, I'll tell you how to reach out to me, but certainly reach out to me to, to discuss so that um, I can actually lead you in the direction of finding that information because that's amazing information. And so um, part one of this piece, so I'm going to continue a conversation that I started. So part one of this conversation, which was finding my, my ideal clients, because people ask me this all the time, Bev, where are my clients? Bev, where are my clients? This business, you know, it's seven billion people in the world, but I can't find I can't find clients in my in my business. And so we talked about part one. And when it comes to finding clientele in your business, I break them down into a couple of different areas. So one of them I talk about what's called passive 
selling and then the other one which we'll talk about now is called intentional selling and um, these are ways for you to actually generate revenue in your business specifically if you have a service-based business and especially if you have an online service-based business and so you know if you miss that piece about the passive way of selling your services and when I say passive it's not what we're thinking about passive income and you know when people talk about making money in their sleep that's not what I'm referring to so once again if you miss that that part part one once again reach out to me so that I can get you connected with that information and um, so part two to this and both of these that I'm going to talk about with this finding clients I'm talking organically now there are certainly other ways like you can certainly look into do pay, doing paid advertisement but I say this and I stress this emphatically do not do not do not invest money in paid advertisement so I don't care if you're doing paid advertisement on any of the social media platforms so if it's Facebook if it's Instagram it doesn't matter um, or if you're doing stuff like you know um, even on Google and you're paying for Google Ads any of that stuff where you're paying to drive traffic somewhere please make sure that you are making intelligent and informed decisions don't just do it all oh, you know they say well hey if I if I spend ten dollars a day I can get in front of you know one million people and so in your mind you're like ding 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 like who doesn't want to get their business in front of one million people but there is strategy behind that because if I get my say for instance I, I'm a, I have a bacon of the month club but the I see this ad and it's like, well, hey, I could put your 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 business out in front of a million people, but those one million people are vegans or they're vegetarians. Then you putting your bacon ad out in front of them is not going to help. So that's what I mean when I say make informed decisions whenever you're doing any paid advertisement. And so you know, so that way you're actually getting a, re a return on your investment because when you do the paid advertisement, you should clearly be able to see a return on that investment. So certainly make sure if um, if you're doing that, please do it as a well-informed consumer when it comes to doing paid ads. Now, what I want to talk about is the other organic method. And so with this organic method, which I call intentional selling. So once again, if you hear the phrase passive and intentional selling, they got it from Bib. <laughs> And so all that is is just two different ways to actually promote your services. And so um, and I actually encourage my clients to utilize both strategies on a daily basis because my thing is if you want to generate revenue daily then hey you need to promote your services daily so that's that's just that's my philosophy and so this is something that I actually ask them to incorporate on a daily basis and in all honesty this second method that I'm going to discuss yeah, which I call intentional set selling this is an accelerator thing like this will certainly speed up the process when it comes to selling and so with this second selling uh, the second method you know I call it intentional selling some people call it outreach you know what, whatever terminology you use that's fine but what this is is you really and truly targeting your warm audience and so when I say either I, I say warm and hot audience so when I talk about warm audience when I talk about hot audience I'm talking about those people and this is now me talking about intentional selling I'm talking about people who have engaged with your content like they've kind of raised their hand to say that they're interested in whatever your service is so they've either made a comment you know they've they've done something they messaged you they emailed you something to give you an indicator that they may be interested in what it is that you are promoting so that's what I'm referring to like 
they've given an indicator. Now, I know that there's something called code outreach, and that's not what I'm referring to on this. With my intentional, I'm not referring to code outreach. I am referring to things, people who have actually indicated that they may be interested in your services. And so, like I said, you know, these are people, like if you're on social media, you know, they may always be on your lives, especially if you have a clear and clear and succinct title of, you know, your live, uh, and, you know, you're clearly calling out who that live is for, and if they hop on there, and, you know, they're constantly on your lives, and like I said, they're constantly engaging in your content, then those people you want to make note of, because they're, they're raising their hand, they're giving you that indicator for a reason. Now, sometimes they will actually reach out and say, hey, I'm interested in this, you know, what do we need to do next? But sometimes for some people, you may have to actually reach out to them, and that's what I'm talking about with this intentional selling, where it's you actually initiating the, the movement. And once again, but it's with people that have indicated that they may be interested. So like I said, it's people that may have engaged with your content on, online, or if you send emails to your list, they may respond back to you. Or if you have a blog, you know, they may engage with the blog content. Um, it may be people that you've done sales calls with before, but they did not move forward. So they did not move forward for whatever reason. Um, this may be people that where you've gone to and attended networking events, and so you've spoken with them about your services, and you know you may have made a connection or two, but then nothing after that. So that's who I'm referring to when I talk about this. Or you may have asked someone, you know, hey, I'm looking for someone that's this. You know, I have this service that I feel like it would be a good fit, and you know, do you know of anyone? So asking asking for that referral. And a lot of this is really and truly follow up. Like it's really and truly you following up with people who have indicated. <laughs> that they may be interested. A lot of us are literally leaving tens of thousands of dollars on the table each month in our online service-based businesses because we do not do consistent follow-up. So remember, for some people, it may take up to 15 touch time points for them to see your content, you know, your live, your email, your post, whatever it is, 15 times before they make a decision, before they move forward, before money ever exchanges hands. And so you want to ensure that, first of all, you're showing up consistently with the content for them to respond to, and then once again, with they, when they do, reach out to them. And so one thing that I always share, you know, with my audience when it comes to reaching out to people, because this reach out could be online, via uh, social media, so via the messenger feature, or it could be you actually sending an email. So not an email that you blast out to your entire list, but you actually emailing that person from your, your business email address. Or it could be you actually picking up the phone and having a conversation with people, depending upon, you know, the, the level of relationship that you have. It may be you meeting with this person in person. You know, a face-to-face -face meeting, once again, depending upon the level of relationship that you have with this person. And so a lot of this is you continuing to do the fact-finding. So when I say the fact-finding, um, you know, it's really and truly you asking more questions because, you know, just because someone just because someone makes one comment on your post doesn't necessarily mean that they're interested. But what you can do to see is, once again, start this process of intentional selling. And what it is is you having a conversation. So ask questions. Don't hop in someone's messenger and say, oh, my God, thank you so much for liking my, um, for liking my live. Here's the link. Let's sign up for a call. Whoa, slow your roll a little bit. Ask questions. Because a lot of times, um, you know, when it comes to my business, I like to, it's like three categories that I put people in. And so one of those three categories, they could either be a potential client. I call these my three C's. So they could be a potential client. 
it could be a potential collaboration opportunity. So maybe that me and that person can actually get together and do some type of collaborative uh, venture. So whether or not the collaborative venture is me speaking in their, their Facebook group and then maybe they, they come in, they're coming and speaking in my Facebook group. So, you know, it's usually it's people that where I compliment them. And so when I say compliment, you know, it's a service that compliments the other. So now they get to get in front of my audience and, you know, discuss what it is that they do and show up as an expert. And then I get to get in front of their audience and show up as an expert and talk about what it is that I do and how I support my clients. So, you know, that person can be a potential client. So that's the first C. Or the Second C could be a potential collaboration, or the third C is me being a connector. So maybe they're not a potential client for me. Maybe they're not a potential collaboration opportunity, but maybe I know someone <laughs> that I can connect them with. So you guys, that's why I caution you from just hopping in someone's inbox and just immediately selling your stuff. No, ask questions, get to see what's going on. So that's where a lot of us kind of fall down is because we automatically go, oh my gosh, I got to sell this. Oh my gosh, I need a client. Oh my goodness, I need, no, pause, pump your brakes slow your roll. And then, like I said, have those conversations to kind of see where they may fall into one of those categories. And then some people just may like, you know what, I don't know what I was thinking to, to, to do this connection, but we need to go ahead and cut this. But that's a whole other story. I, that's, I guess that's the 4C. Let's cut them off. No. <laughs> But, you know, once again, one of those three C's. So that's what you're asking. That's what you're doing in Messenger. Ask the questions to see where they are. And then as you ask the question, and if you get that indicator that they may actually be a potential client, then that's when you say, well, hey, you know, I have this service, and this is the one thing, too, that will differentiate you from other people. So you've now kind of distinguished that. They've carried on the conversation with you. So like I said, whether or not it's a messenger, email, on the phone, in person, where however you're now engaging with this person, and now it's now you presenting the opportunity to them. And this is key. This is where a lot of people kind of drop the ball and where a lot of people don't talk about this piece. But what you want to consider when you are talking to that person about your services is let them know why you feel they would be a good fit for that service or that offer. Why? Because remember, you've had the conversation, you've gathered the informa information through the, through the conversation. So if you've done your part, then you know why you feel like they would be a good fit. And it's not something generic that you tell everybody. It's really and truly based on what it is that they're saying. And then from that, you can say, I really feel like this opportunity would be an amazing fit for you because I see that, you know, uh, you, you know, you said that you're struggling with bringing in more qualified leads. So this program it works exactly with that, shows you exactly what to do step by step. So let them know why you feel like they would be a good fit for the service and then offer them the opportunity, hey, I would love to speak with you further. Are you interested? So give them that option, yes or no. The same thing, even if it's not them, you know, uh, scheduling a call with you, if it's a link, hey, I have this link so you can find out more information. Are you interested in learning more? Give them that option, yes or no. And then if they say yes, drop the link. You see what I'm saying? So this is why this particular strategy that I call intentional selling, a lot of people don't like to do this one. They like to do the passive one that I talked about before because they don't get to see someone telling them no or they don't get to read someone telling them no. But in this particular case, yes, they have that chance of where that person will say no or I need to think about it or not right now. Or, you know, if you're doing it in something like Messenger, they may just read the message and never respond because, of course, you can tell when people read the message. Um, so, you know, then you get in your feelings because you're like, oh, my God, they just told me no and, and I hate this because this is the fifth person in, the row that, in a row that's told me no. So now, of course, you're making it about you. 
remember, they did not tell you no. They're not rejecting you. And we know as human beings we don't want to feel rejected, but they're not saying no to you. They're saying no to the offer. So don't make it about you. Don't get in your feelings. Well, Bev, there's been five people in the row. Well, keep going because that sixth person, that seventh person, and that eighth person may be the ones that tell you yes. So keep going, especially if you are offering them something that you know and you feel in your heart of hearts, and this is the other piece too, you know, if you feel in your heart of hearts that it is a good fit for them, then you are doing them a disservice by not letting them know. So this is the difference in what I teach my clients and what a lot of other people are not doing is they're doing a lot of the code outreach. They're just automatically saying this person needs this, and they have no clue or no context to whether or not the person actually needs the service. But if you actually spend some time building the relationship and having a conversation, you will clearly know whether or not to offer that service. Or like I said, maybe it's like, you know what, I've been thinking about doing this live event, and I think you would be a good fit, you know, a good speaker or, or someone for my panel event because you ask the question, or it could be, hey, there's someone I know, a, a friend of mine, and I feel like I need to introduce the two of you, now you being that connector. So, and that's all based on you have spending some time to actually converse and have that conversation with people. So that second part to this, the intentional selling where you're actually having conversations with people, that is powerful. And so I actually gave you a couple of sources that you can go to to actually find those people. Once again, I said, you know, people that have engaged with your content, former people that may have scheduled calls with you, um, you know, referrals. So I've given you some people that you can actually talk with to actually get the ball rolling. And like I said, intentional selling can definitely accelerate the process. It can actually 10x the process for you. And so, you know, this is a strategy that a lot of my clients use. When I say client, my clients have generated $10,000 in a matter of days this is what they're doing. And so I've let the secret out. I've let the cat out of the bag. So you can certainly use this strategy, and I would love to hear from you and how this works for you. So certainly let me know how it works for you. And so that is all the time that I have. So certainly feel free to reach out to me. You can email me at Beverly at BeverlyWathour.com. You can go to my website, which is www.BeverlyWathour.com, or you can find me on social media at you guess. BeverlyWalthour.com. So until next time, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Business with Beverly. Join us again 